0: what am i willing to do to go get it i push things aside just to go get it i know my role and i play my position you talking too much please learn how to listen i never give up i'm not quitting welcome I'm back to the yi network where we interview every job occupation a through z from the trash man to the ceo and ask them why and how they started their profession so that you can find your dream job too. I'm your host, Cojo Thompson, and today we have a very special guest with us. It is Andy. I right, Now, Andy is a senior software engineer specializing in web applications, so he has a lot to share with us here today. So Andy, shall I proceed?
1: Yes, indeed.
0: All right, Andy, how are we feeling today?
1: I'm feeling really good, Kojo. It's the sun's out. It's a beautiful day outside. It's great.
0: Perfect, perfect, perfect. And Andy, we are real excited to get into this one today. So I think that I'm going to have to go ahead and ask the question that everybody has been waiting for. Drum roll, please. And that is, why, Andy? Why are you doing what you're
1: doing today? <laughs> the simple reason is I love computers. I was lucky enough to have computers as I was growing up in primary school. Mm-hmm. Um, and I always liked programming them. And then as I got into a career, I, I found I really loved problem solving mm-hmm. and uh, the urge to create something that, that helps people and makes their job a bit easier. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, it's, it's all about love, Kojo.
0: I love it. I love it. I absolutely love that answer right there. And Andy, right now. You're at the top of the totem pole. You're where everybody wants <laughs> to be. Take us back down to the bottom. Day one, step one. What was the process like that got you here today?
1: It's, uh, I guess, it was interesting because I'd always wanted to be a programmer. I have a, I had a, a friend of my dad who was a programmer who I always looked up to. Mm-hmm. And I always had it in my head that I could be a programmer. But I was led a little bit astray in my high school years where everyone, so this would be the late 80s, early 90s Kojo, mm-hmm. and programming wasn't really seen as a job in its own right as, as it is today. Mm-hmm. So today you can just say, oh, I'm a programmer, and everyone goes, yep, that's a good career. Mm-hmm. Back then they said, oh, you need to learn something else mm-hmm. and then program for that something else. Mm-hmm. So I had to have you know a career, and I was a programmer on top of that. Mm-hmm. And that was all the advice I got uh, from many different sources. So I went, okay. And I was lucky enough to study uh, physics at university, what you guys call college, mm-hmm. and thought that you know once I finished my finished uh, my physics degree, I might get into programming. I didn't. There was a period in the wilderness there, <laughs> and then <laughs> one day uh, I was working for a company and they needed they needed someone to program something. I just looked at some code, and it all came crashing back to me. All my love of programming and. Uh, when I was a kid when I'd code little games for myself and it just all clicked then and um from there I I taught myself how to code and progressively got better and better. Um had my own web business in the early two thousands, which was a really great time and and now I'm uh, very much a software engineer coding what they call the back end, which is like the bit that talks to the database. So yeah, it's it's been a it's been a progression with a bit of a shaky start, Kojo.
0: Mm, mm, mm. I love it. I love it. I love that answer right there. Now, Andy, I know I just asked you to throw it back, but what I want you to do now is throw it back even further than that. What do you think were some childhood hobbies and habits that matriculated into what you're doing today?
1: Yep. Yeah. There were two main ones. One was I never had enough games, so I would just teach myself how to program. Mm-hmm. And I would program little games with little, I think, the racing car one where I had square brackets for the wheels and mm-hmm. circle brackets for the center of the car going down the screen. Mm-hmm. So there was that. And I think what that did was lay the foundation and the wiring in the brain to to be able to think in the way a programmer thinks. But if we go even earlier than that, it's so simple, Kojo. I just played Lego. Mm. So putting the blocks together to make the spaceships and the cars and the buildings in Lego, I think that that created the problem-solving skills that were then built on to program. A lot of the way you think... When you code, when you sort of build Lego is very similar to how a programmer codes. You got little things you got to put together to make a big thing. Mm. So yeah, Lego, Lego Kojo, that's the answer. (laughs) Mm, mm, mm.
0: I love that answer right there. That is the most common answer from all of our engineers, even our bakers. Even our bakers love the Legos. I don't know what it is about that engineering mindset of just (laughs) uh, building something from scratch or seeing the way it works. I absolutely love that answer right there, Andy. Now. What's an average day like for you today?
1: Okay, mate. Well, a bit older than I used to be. So the days of coding all day, the whole day just aren't um, possible now. I, I get tired. But these days, you know, I'll wake up, I'll spend about an hour reading emails and browsing a number of blogs that just keep up to date with what's happening in the web world, web application world, and programming in general. You know, sites like what they call the Orange site, which is Hacker News. You know, obviously, the news itself. Uh, in Australia, there's been a few uh, hacks and releases of data with big companies, so that's pretty topical at the moment. And it just generally try to keep up with what's happening in the software world. Uh, then I'll do some coding in the morning when I'm nice and fresh. Mm-hmm. And in the afternoon, I'll probably talk to customers, maybe help them out with a little bit of customer service and making sales calls. I, I own my own business, Kojo. Um, so I get that that break from coding to talk to customers, find out what their problems are, help them out, um, fix bugs, et cetera. Uh, just to let you know, I'm a little bit more extroverted than Many programmers, although I am technically an introvert, I'm sort of right in the middle on the extrovert side. Mm -hmm. So for me, talking to customers and making sales calls is no problem. Mm -hmm. Um, But yeah, there are some programmers who who just want to program all day. And when I was a younger man, that's what I did. I just would start the day and just program all day and then, you know, finish at night. But Mm -hmm. yeah, you got to mix it up these days. Yeah. Mm
0: -mm 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 -mm. I love it. I love it. I love it. Now, Andy, what do you enjoy the most about what
1: you do? I think I think it's the act of creation, Kojo. It's There was nothing there before. I've tapped the keyboard, put some pixels on the screen, and suddenly I've created something. I like that that helps people. It helps them save time in their job or makes their job easier. Mm-hmm. You know, I've created something that wasn't there before, and I think that's – that's a sort of a real driving aspect to programming.
0: I love it. I love it. I love it. But as much as I love that answer, the back end of that question is, what do you enjoy the least?
1: Ah, yes. Uh, High stress situations, uh, Kojo, like when you have like a deadline to deploy your code, Mm-hmm. or what they call a crunch which is you know all hands on deck we have to code this and we have to get it out by thursday night the reason i don't like those situations is obviously they're high stress that's the obvious thing but also in high stress situations the problem solving part of your brain shuts down because high stress you you, you go back to what we evolved to do we either fight or flight we either run or or we stand up and start um throwing knuckles now in a stressful situation Mm -hmm. you don't want to have all your cognitive facilities because you need to have all the energy you've got to run so when the stress is put on programmers it's actually counterproductive because your brain will naturally shut down those cognitive features Mm. so that's um, besides the obvious that's sort of the science behind a high stress situation for programmers really doesn't work at all
0: I love it. I love it. I love that answer right there. Now, Andy, this next question right here is my absolute favorite. And that
1: is,
0: (laughs) do you think that grades mattered in school for the success that you have in your career today?
1: For me, personally, no. I was smart enough. And we interrupt this program to let you know
0: about today's special offer. Now, are you enjoying today's podcast but wish you didn't have to wait until Sunday to hear it? Or maybe a guest answered a question, but not every question you had in mind. Or maybe there's an old episode guest that you'd like to get in contact with, but you never got the contact info, well I've got great news for you for a limited time only. The YI Network is giving early access to episodes, live Q&As with podcast guests, access to contact information of every past, current, and future guest, and free merchandise. Yes, you heard right. You can interview our next guest live on the show. Ask them any question you want live on air and stay in contact with that person to receive personal mentorship and guidance. Please Don't miss out on this opportunity to not only be in contact with me, but every guest that comes on the show personally now, parents, teachers, aunties, uncles, if there's a child in your life that you know will benefit from this amazing network of people, don't hesitate for this is a limited time offer. Prices will double at the end of the year, so get it while it's hot. Our guests all have a minimum of five years of experience in their respective professions and they are itching. Itching to help the next generation. Hit the Patreon link in the description below or on www.theyinetwork.com to sign up for this life-changing experience. Don't miss it. Now back to our regular programming.
1: Pick up coding after... Like pick up coding professionally after high school and college, but that was the hard way, Kojo. That was that was really hard. I had it took me a lot of years to get to where I should be. So I highly recommend that people do well in school, particularly the STEM type subjects, Mm -hmm. like your maths and your physics and your science type subjects. Mm -hmm. And I highly suggests that you get a degree in something like computer science or a relevant degree or at the very least some sort of qualification uh, at like a a technical college i don't know what they call them in america kojo they're like halfway between high school and college Mm -hmm. Um, just something some bit of paper and what that does it allows your first few jobs to be a lot better Mm -hmm than when you come in with no no qualifications at all, even if you've got the experience. I'm lucky enough I've got about 23 years experience, so that's that's my C V, <laughs> you know, that's my resume. The fact I don't have a degree in computing science doesn't really matter. But mm-hmm. yes, for me I managed to make it through, but I highly, highly and strongly recommend everybody gets a degree or s- some qualification, even if it's just being able to put a computer together, that you can get in a six-month certificate course, just something so that you can get that first job that's a, s- a step or two higher than and what you would if you just walked in off the street. Mm, mm,
0: mm, mm. I love that answer. I love that answer right there. Now, Andy, I'm going to break down this next question just a little bit, just because I feel like this word gets tossed around a little willy-nilly, and that is... What do you feel that your impact is? And when I say impact, I mean, what are you devoted to? What is your devotion?
1: Yeah. Well, Coach, I I talked about having my own business in the past. uh, In the Mm -hmm. beginning of the interview, Mm -hmm. I actually write software that helps people record everything about their horse. Mm -hmm. So my wife breeds horses. We live on a horse stud here Mm -hmm. uh, that you guys would call a ranch Mm -hmm. uh, or a farm in America. And we breed horses and my wife asked me to one day to uh, write some software that helped her record everything about their horses, like their farrier, their worming, their dentistry, mm-hmm. you know, their breeding and their pedigrees and all the things we do with the animals, their training and stuff like that. For me, I love the fact that I'm doing what I love, but at the same time, I'm contributing to the ethical care of horses. Mm-hmm. So... In my uh, state where I am, all the retired racehorses go through my software Mm -hmm. and it's part of them being able to have oversight of those horses when they've retired from racing Mm -hmm. and then go and do their next career, which might be dressage or eventing or rodeo or camp drafting or whatever. Mm -hmm. And to be just a small part of the ethical care of these animals is is really satisfying for me. And I, I feel like, you know, it's just so good to do something I love Mm. and then have animals benefit from it. Mm -mm.
0: I love it. I love it. I love that answer right there. I love that answer right there. Now, Andy, you have been answering these questions absolutely perfectly all interview long, but unfortunately, 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 we are already down to that last question. And that is if, there was one, just one piece of advice for somebody out there listening right now who wants to be in the position that you're in today, Andy, what would that be?
1: Uh, Two words, Kojo, learn Python. Mm. There's a computer language called Python as Mm -hmm. in the snake P Y T H O N. Mm -hmm. If you can, if you learn Python, it will teach you how to think like a programmer Mm. And Python's a beautiful language because you it's a teaching language, so mm-hmm. people learn programming with Python, but it can go all the way to there's Python being used in web applications, which is I what I do. Mm-hmm. There's Python being used for data science. So biologists use it for looking at DNA and that sort of thing. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, climate change uses Python. Uh, and it's also used in things like 3D printers because mm-hmm. it's such an easy language to get going on. Mm-hmm. Um, so just as a general language like Python is, is the one that I would start with. You can also, there's there's several books out there that are um, available. There's free resources on the internet. There's one called Learn Python the Hard Way, which is free. Mm-hmm. And that's the one I've got my boys using. Mm-hmm. And there's another one, Automate the Boring Stuff with Python, which is once again free. And that gives you real world applications for Python. Mm-hmm. And honestly, you just type learn Python into your, your browser and there'll be a number of free resources that'll come up and just start doing it, start coding. Mm-hmm. So yeah, learn Python, Kojo.
0: Mm, 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 mm. Please learn Python. That is a That's
1: perfect yes, way. Yes, from the bottom of my heart.
0: <laughs> <laughs> that is a perfect way to end the interview right there. A mic drop moment. Learn Python now. Andy has, again, been answering these questions absolutely perfectly. All interview long, but Andy, I'm not going to lie. I need one more thing from you before I let you go. Andy, I don't care if it's your website. I don't care if it's your social media links. I don't even care if it's a book. Something that I can leave down in the link in the description below so that my audience can reach yours, please promote and shout it out now.
1: Okay, mate. I've got two. So one of them is my site I work on, horserecords.info. So that's my horse site that allows people to record everything about their horse. I have customers in America, New Zealand, Australia, uh, all over the world. I've got customers who are looking after their horses. Mm -hmm. And if you want to see what I've got to say about um, programming, I have a blog called DjangoAndy.com, which is D-J-A-N-G-O-Andy.com, which is where I put uh, articles from time to time of of my learnings and stuff I've done. Mm. Hit that link down
0: in the description below again. Smash that link, guys. Hit that link down in the description below. Andy has been an excellent, excellent, excellent guest all interview long, and we must thank him once again for coming on the show today. But folks, as you know, there are three types of work, a job, a career, and a calling. Most people have a job. You're lucky if you find a career, but you are truly, truly blessed if you find your calling. And I really hope that me and Andy helped you find it here today, folks. That is a wrap.